Merry Christmas, everyone. We are so thrilled to be with you in yep. your living room. We've got an incredible service jam-packed for you, some incredible worship. Yes, incredible. All from our amazing new Awaken Christmas album. So Wonderful. get ready, get ready. So lean in and come worship with us this beautiful Christmas day. Yeah, we love you, everyone. Let's get ready to engage with God. Merry Christmas. Gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember, Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Blessed babe was born and laid within a manger upon this blessed morn. The witch's mother Mary did nothing, taking scorn or tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, or tidings of comfort and joy.
You. My name's James. And I'm Andessa, and you're watching The Preview. Here are some of the exciting things coming up in the life of our church. Stay tuned for our first update. 
Church, get ready for Shredder Wednesday. On December 28th, we have baptisms and our famous end of the year Shredder service. You can sign up for baptisms by texting water baptism to 55525. At the end of each service, we will have paper shredder machines available for you to shred all the negative reports, bills, and debts accumulated in the past. These services are always powerful as they represent a physical release of the things that weighed us down in 2022. This will take place at all services at all campuses. We can't wait to see you there. Join us on January 1st as we ring in the new year together. It's time to look ahead and cast vision and purpose for 2023. If you're new to Awaken Church, Vision Sunday is for every single person and is a way for us to unite under one passion and purpose. You will hear an incredible message from one of our pastors around the theme of vision. And we will have a time of prayer as well as a time for you to write down your God-given vision for 2023. We can't wait as we gather to start the new year strong. Have you signed up for our DNA course yet? The DNA course is a four-week introduction to the culture and vision of Awaken Church, where you'll discover and be empowered to step further into God's vision and plan for your life. Text DNA course to 55525 to RSVP for the course at your campus. The course runs during the first four weeks of every month, so sign up now to get started next month. Don't forget, January 1st, we'll be kicking off our new Bible in a year reading. Well, that's all for today, church. To stay up to date with everything happening at Awaken, be sure to download our app, where you can give, watch messages, and find out about upcoming events. Until next time, I'm James. And I'm Andessa, and this has been The, the Preview. Merry Christmas, church. How incredible was that worship? We are so blessed. Hope you're having an amazing day with your family, celebrating, eating great food, and more than anything, thanking God for the gift of His Son, Jesus Christ. It's my honour and privilege to share with you around our tithes and our giving this morning. And I wanted to share from a passage of Scripture, a really famous one found from the Gospel of John. It goes like this, John chapter 3, verses 16 to 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And this is such a powerful and poignant scripture for Christmas morning. God sent his finest seed in his son, Jesus, as an offering to save the world in the hopes that as he sowed his son, that perfect offering, that perfect seed into the soil of the world, that it would then reap back a harvest of sons and daughters. That's why we sing joy to the world. So you've got to see when we come around our tithing and our giving that we invest into what God is asking us to invest into. And when it comes to our tithes, that's the storehouse, that's the church, knowing that God makes it so a harvest will come out of that seed. And just like God reaped a harvest of sons and daughters, you and I being one of them when he sowed that offering of Jesus into the world, you need to understand today that as you sow your seed, 
the seed that God has put in your hand, that you can expect a harvest in return. I remember many, many years ago, maybe 20 years ago, I had a dream. And as many of you know, I am an avid listener and disciple of Joyce Meyer. And it was about 20 odd years ago that I really started leaning into her ministry and and listening to her teaching. And I had this dream one night where I was sitting in a Joyce Meyer conference. And all of a sudden from the stage, Joyce Meyer said, tonight only everybody who runs to the back, to the book table, to the resource table, gets anything they want for free. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is my best day ever. I'm so excited. So in my dream, I was running to the back of the auditorium ready to to take from all the resources and the books and the tapes at that time that Joyce Meyer had to offer. And as I was standing there looking at the table surrounded by a crowd of people grabbing things and putting them in their purse and putting them in their backpack, in the dream I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, Leanne, what everybody else is getting for free, I want you to pay for. And so as I made it to the front of the line when everybody's grabbing Joyce Meyer's product for free in my dream, remember, I got up to the front and I said to Joyce Meyer, who just so happened in my dream to be manning her own product table, I said, I would like this, this, this and this, but I don't want it for free. I want to pay for it. And then I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me as I woke up to tell me, Leanne, you are not to listen to Joyce Meyer's messages for free and just glean from her wisdom at no personal cost to you. You're to invest into her ministry. I started investing into her ministry above my tithes and offerings 20 years ago. I had no idea that God just wasn't wanting me to sow a seed just to sow a seed's sake, as, as valuable as that investment was. He was wanting to bring a harvest to me. He wasn't just wanting to get resource in my hands. He was wanting to get a ministry out of me. He was wanting to bring a harvest out of me. And I pinpoint that investment off of that dream 20 years ago to the influence that God has laid on my life because of a minister, uh, because of a, a seed, an offering that I sowed into a minister. So I want to encourage you today in your giving. Just like my testimony with the Joyce Meyer dream, just like God's testimony in sowing the seed of his perfect son, Jesus Christ, in the hopes of reaping back a harvest of sons and daughters, know that as you put your seed, your offering, your tithe in the ground today, that God has a harvest in mind for you. Merry Christmas, everyone. Pastor Jürgen and I love you so much. Have the best day. We love you. We're praying for you. And we'll see you in church on Sunday. Have an amazing Christmas. Bye for now. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is a night of our three. Savior's birth Long lay the world In sin and error Pining Till he appeared And the soul Felt its worth A thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder breaks a new
How good was that worship? I'm just loving 
the music we're producing at Awaken, those songs, those Christmas carols, and of course, our very, very own Christmas carols that we wrote, which are just so incredible. Well, come with me now into the word. You know, lean in, put away all the distractions. You want to hear this word. God spoke to me very, very clearly. The title of my message today is The Gifts Under the Tree. The Gifts Under the Tree. In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, verse 24, it says this. It says, And they crucified him, dividing up his clothes. They cast lots to see what each would get. They crucified him, dividing up his clothes, and they cast lots to see what each would get. You might be thinking, what on earth does that have to do with Christmas? Everything. See, Jesus was hanging on a cross and the Bible uses the vernacular of a tree as the cross. Jesus is hanging on the cross. Underneath the cross, the Roman soldiers who are crucifying Jesus are gambling. They're casting lots for Jesus's clothing. Today was Christmas Day. And today, under the tree, all around America, trees all around the world had, had gift-wrapped presents under the tree. But I want you to know that what is under the tree isn't as valuable as that which was hanging on the tree. So let me just give you some thoughts today as we contemplate what Christmas is. And let's not get distracted with what's under the tree and forget what's hanging on the tree. So, you know, under the tree was the Roman soldiers casting lots for Jesus's clothing. They got so caught up, point number one, they got so caught up in the temporal. They got caught up in things that perish. They got caught up in the here and now. They had no thought of the eternal. See, when Jesus was hanging on the cross, he was providing a covering for them. They were gambling for clothes that were temporary clothes. But Jesus, why was he on the cross? He was on the cross giving his life, shedding his blood, the Bible says that on the cross, God made him who knew no sin to become sin so that you and I might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The Roman soldiers are gambling for that which was temporary. They were gambling for that which may keep warm on a winter's night, but certainly wouldn't provide coverage for the wrath of God, the judgment of God to enable them to enter into the kingdom of God and into heaven itself. What Jesus was providing, number two, was a judgment-proof garment. The Bible says that, that holiness is where God dwells, and sinful man can't walk into the holy presence of God. We see a story in 1 Samuel chapter 5 where the Philistines steal the power of God. They steal, they capture the ark of God. And they thought that an unholy people without any atonement, without any blood, without any lamb sacrifices, could you know bring the power of God and the presence of God amongst the Philistines. Well, the Bible says that just the presence of God, the presence of holiness against these people with no covering, they all began to break out in tumors and boils and began to die. And so they sent the ark back. Holy, holy God and sinful man can't mix. So Jesus is hanging on the cross and he's hanging on the cross, taking your sin and my sin upon himself 
so that he can make an exchange so that you and I can wear his perfection, his righteousness. God made Jesus who knew no sin to become sin so that you and I who are sinners, we become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The greatest gift wasn't under the tree. The greatest gift was hanging on the tree. When Jesus was on that cross and it was just six feet away, the Roman soldiers didn't realize that they were ignorant of everything that was taking place. Six feet away, Jesus on the cross was shedding his blood so that you and I could have a covering so that we could have not only the blessing of God here and now, but we could have eternity. We could have everlasting life with God in heaven. The saddest thing is that one lot of covering was seen, the other was unseen. One was obvious, the other required discernment. They were gambling for an obvious garment, but the covering that Jesus was providing for them and for all mankind required discernment because they had no knowledge of the scriptures. They had no idea what was going on. What they were gambling for was fashioned by the hands of men. What Jesus was providing was fashioned by the hands being pierced and the Christ being crucified on a cross for us. The ones below the cross that they were gambling for were taken from Jesus. The one that Jesus was providing six feet away on the cross was not being taken from him, but was being provided by him. I'm not sure about your life today. If you're away from God, friend, God didn't die on a cross to make you religious. He died on a cross so that you could make peace with heaven, that you could have everlasting life that the power of the devil, the power of sickness, disease, death would actually have an expiration date over your life. There are wonderful gifts under the tree. The Roman soldiers knew that the gifts had a level of value. That's why they were casting lots. They were gambling for those garments. But I don't want you to miss that which hangs on the tree. What was hanging on the tree, your covering. When Jesus shed his blood on the cross, the sacrifice of his blood drowned out all the accusations of the devil. Every disqualification, every transgression, every violation of God's law that you and I have ever committed, that the devil tries to remind God, hey, Jürgen doesn't deserve to go to heaven. These people don't deserve to go to heaven. They did A, B, C, D, E, and F wrong. Well, you need to understand what Jesus provided on the cross, the shedding of his blood, his blood cries out louder and drowns out the accusations. We're not trying to make you religious. We're trying to make you live. We're trying to make you alive. We're trying to get you a covering. If you've never surrendered to Jesus, friend, today is your day. There's no greater day, day than Christmas day. So come on, let me pray. Just close your eyes, bow your head. If you've never prayed this prayer before, just open your heart and maybe just repeat these words after me in your heart to God. Heavenly Father, I thank you that today you sent your only son, Jesus Christ, into the world, born of a virgin, so that she, he could die on the cross in my place, that my sins could be canceled out, blotted out, so that my name wouldn't be blotted out, but would be added to the book of life. Lord Jesus, I put my trust in you, that when you died on the cross, you made an exchange you gave me your righteousness while you took upon you my sinfulness. And because of that exchange, I have forgiveness, I have redemption, and I have 
eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Well, Merry Christmas. What an honor to be in your home. I hope that touches you. Remember, the the gifts on the tree are far greater than the gifts under the tree. God bless you. Wow, (laughs) what a great... What a great word. An incredible service and a great word. You are correct. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you, Yogi. You're welcome. That was brilliant. We just love you. We hope that you've enjoyed this time together as a church. We've got so much coming up to in the next few weeks. We've got our New Year's Eve service with Sean Foyt. We've got church on Sunday, Shredder Sunday. All the things are about to take place end of December, beginning of January. You don't want to miss a minute of it. So make sure you take those words to heart and remember 2023 is going to be your greatest year yet. How you finish this year determines how you start next year. We love you so much. Merry Christmas. Thanks for having us in your home. Yeah. God bless you. Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye.